Hi ya peeps. How are you all doing? It's been a long time, no? Do any of you like to travel? I love to travel. And the one place that I'm really itching to go is the southernmost continent on the planet, Antarctica, the final frontier and the ultimate travel adventure, the land of penguins and building-sized icebergs. One of the reasons I want to go there is that very few people have ever visited Antarctica. In fact, no one has ever lived there. That means that if I go there, I will become a part of the continent's history. And the second reason is it is so beautiful and so very different. Gabriel Walker, an environmental scientist who visited Antarctica for research, said that it's like walking on another planet. It's just ice and rock, no trees, no plants, no anything else. I have traveled to a lot of countries, but I am told no place on earth compares to this white desert. It's simply stunning. Although human beings have colonized most of the world, we have yet to permanently set up shop in Antarctica. This frozen continent is only accessible from November to March, and it has no towns or villages, just a few odd expedition huts and research stations spread out across the icy wilderness. I bet you it would be one of the most awe-inspiring voyages. When you think of Antarctica, you think of penguins. Living in colonies with populations larger than some cities, penguins are seen as the emblem of Antarctica. Most of you must have seen the movie Happy Feet and know what penguins look like. They are birds with black and white feathers and a funny waddle. But unlike most birds, penguins cannot fly. In the air that is. Penguins spend as much as 75% of their time underwater searching for food in the ocean. They are shaped like torpedoes and their wings are stiff short flippers to propel them underwater. They literally fly through the sea. Their cruising speed in water is about 10 kilometers per hour. Their legs are short and they walk awkwardly. They look like funny little people. Even on land, penguins are surprisingly agile. They can travel vast distances on foot or by tobogganing, which is sliding on their bellies over the ice. What fun, no? When I go to Antarctica, I too will try tobogganing. The best place in Antarctica to see penguins is South Georgia. That area is known as the Serengeti of the Southern Ocean and is a world famous location for wildlife photographers. You can see tens of millions of breeding penguins there. The plant life on Antarctica is limited to a smattering of mosses, lichen and algae. But despite the lack of lush greenery, and complete absence of amphibians, reptiles and terrestrial mammals there is an abundance of wildlife in and around antarctica you really see a complete spectrum of wildlife that you'll see nowhere else in the world like colonies of king penguins so many types of whales like humpback minke sperm blue whales and orcas or killer whales And then black-browed albatross, fur seals, colossal squids are some of the other animals you get to see at close quarters. Penguins there have no fear of humans at all. 
they've never had any predators on land so they're like totally confident and completely curious in fact we are the exotic creatures there if a penguin knew how to click they would probably take pictures of us and say wow such cute and strange animals Some birds like the arctic tern make the round trip between north pole and south pole every year. It's the longest commute in the world. About 44,000 miles each year on a round trip migration between Greenland where it breeds to Antarctica. A single arctic tern can easily fly 1.5 million miles, which is three round trips between the earth and the moon, and this is in its 30-year lifetime. Over a hundred million birds migrate to Antarctica every spring, including penguins, albatross, albatross, petrels, prions, fulmars, and skuas. The albatross is perhaps the most iconic seabird of the region, with the largest wingspan of any bird on the Earth, which is up to 3.5 meters. Using this wingspan, they can glide for hours in the ocean. One of the most important animals in the Antarctic food chain are shrimp-like crustaceans. They are mostly transparent and their shells have a bright red tinge. Their swarms can sometimes stretch for kilometers in every direction. And with thousands of them packed tightly together, the water turns red or orange. And this phenomenon can actually even be seen from space. Antarctica is a world apart from anything else on earth and is often described as the continent of superlatives. It is the world's highest, driest, windiest, coldest and iciest continent. It's a splotch of land on the bottom of the earth with the south pole in it. Antarctic basically means opposite of arctic. It contains 90% of all of the ice on earth and 80% of the entire world's fresh water. You know if all of this ice were melted sea levels would rise by 60 meters or 200 feet that is i don't know how many floors building and the continent has an area of 14 square 14 million square kilometers an area just under 1.5 times the size of US and 98% of this land is covered by ice so as far as you can see there is ice 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 The average thickness of the ice is about 2 kilometers. So if you start digging, you'll have to dig all the way up to 2 kilometers and you'll still find ice. Who wants to go skiing there? But you know, Antarctica is battered by massive blizzards. Like sandstorms in the desert, the wind picks snow up from the ground and blows vast white blankets. and winds can reach speeds up to 200 miles or 320 kilometers per hour this is the top speed of f1 cars most people who go to antarctica actually go to the antarctic peninsula it's a triangular shaped land jutting towards the southern tip of south america about 1000 kilometers away the continent is divided into east and west antarctica that is separated by about 3400 kilometers long trans antarctic mountain range and because it lies in the southern hemisphere seasons in antarctica are the opposite of seasons in the north so summer is from october to february 
and winter is the rest of the year. Temperatures in the summer average just above freezing. Imagine summer temperatures just above freezing. And the winter temperatures range from minus 89 degrees centigrade to minus 60 degrees centigrade. Ooh, I can't even imagine that cold. When I say Antarctica is a white desert, I'm not joking. There has been a little bit of rain along the coast, which is less than half the rain that Sahara Desert gets. But in the inland, there has been no rain for more than 2 million years. But there's tons of fresh water there, so it kind of makes up for no rain, I guess. But this continent has struck loads of icebergs. Even if you've seen an iceberg before, you've never seen ones like those in Antarctica. These floating structures come in all shapes and sizes and no two are alike. I'm sure you can get the most amazing pictures there. You don't even have to try hard. Just turn anywhere and just click anything and you'd get absolutely incredible Nat Geo quality pictures. Did you know that this frozen continent was not even spotted till 1820? The Russian expedition of Fabian Gottlieb von Bellinghausen and Mikhail Lazarev on the ship Vostok circumnavigated the entire globe and during that expedition found Antarctica. They just spotted it, they didn't really land there. And after that it was neglected for a long time. After 75 years, a team of Norwegians landed there in 1895. Here's something interesting. At the beginning of the 20th century, two groups of explorers went on a race to walk across the Antarctic landscape, where no man had walked before. One team was led by the Norwegian explorer Roald Amundsen and the other by the English naval officer Robert Scott. Both the groups spent 99 days racing one another to the South Pole. And Amundsen's group finished first on December 14, 1912. Scott and his crew made it to the South Pole four weeks later on Jan 17. But unfortunately, they did not make it back alive. A search party found Scott and his two remaining companions inside their sleeping bags in a tent on the ice only 11 miles or 17 kilometers from the nearest supply of food. If only they knew it was so close, they would probably have made it. Long, long ago, very long ago, more than 170 million years ago, Antarctica was part of the supercontinent called Gondwana. Over time, this continent Gondwana gradually broke apart and Antarctica as we know it today was formed around 25 million years ago. An interesting fact is that Antarctica does not belong to anyone. It is a continent with no country in it. It is in fact a condominium which means that a group of countries agree to jointly share equal rights. And this was decided as part of the Antarctic Treaty in 1959, when 12 countries with scientists stationed in and around Antarctica signed an agreement that Antarctica sh uh, shall continue forever to be used exclusively for peaceful purposes. Since then, more than 38 countries have signed the Antarctic Treaty. The treaty bans military activities, mining for mineral, it bans nuclear explosions and nuclear waste disposal. It supports scientific research and protects the continent's ecology. 
about 30 countries maintain about 70 odd research stations there and experiments are conducted by more than 4000 scientists researchers include biologists geologists oceanographers physicists astronomers glaciologists and meteorologists all of these scientists needed a place to pray and so an orthodox church called the trinity church opened there in 2004 and it is manned all through the year by one or two priests who are rotated every year there are lots of fun things to do in antarctica you can go kayaking hiking ice cruising camping you can go for glacier walks and explore untouched places some people even dive into the freezing waters there in what is called as the polar plunge if you are lucky enough to kayak there above the silence you will only hear the swoosh of your paddle moving through the water and if you crack open a small iceberg millennia old air will probably get released mm that's actually quite spooky okay so here are some fun facts about antarctica If you throw boiling water into the air in Antarctica, it will instantly vaporize. Most of the particles will turn into steam while others are instantly converted into small pieces of ice. An interesting geographic feature hidden under the ice sheet is Lake Vostok, a freshwater lake buried under 4 kilometers of frozen water. This lake is about the size of Lake Ontario in the US. Antarctica is home to Mount Erebus, the southernmost active volcano in the world, as well as the only known lava lakes which have held liquid magma for eons there. Because of the Earth's tilt, the sun does not rise in Antarctica from the vernal equinox to the autumnal equinox, which means the continent remains dark throughout the winter. The sun does not rise there. Conversely during the summer months the sun does not set in antarctica the sunlight 24 by 7 deep lake in antarctica is so salty that it cannot freeze even in temperatures as low as minus 15 degrees centigrade the total number of breeding pairs of penguins in the antarctic region is estimated to be about 20 million so that's all folks Uh you know I was planning to go to Antarctica in 2021 but unfortunately corona played spoiled spot but hopefully I will go there someday pretty soon so until the next episode hasta la vista kiddos